What up, black man? Welcome to the Beneficial Black Man Podcast, where we journey together to overcome mediocrity and become beneficial for our community by sharing lessons from the highs and lows of life. I'm your host, Jamal Calpin. How y'all doing? Hopefully you're protecting your mental mental, finding time for an emotional release valve, and continuing to strive to become beneficial. All right, um, let's jump into the episode. This one, I, uh, this kind of feels like it might just be a transparent rant more than anything. But let's start with a mental mental check-in, right? So, like I've mentioned before in other podcast episodes, it's important that you take time to check in with yourself and see where you're doing, see how your your mind is going, how your heart is going, where you are mentally and emotionally, right? And what I do is I try to look back over the week and see what were the highs or the high thing of the week, what was the low thing of the week, and if I've been creating or doing anything creative uh, this week, this past week. So we'll start with the high. So the high was um, last Friday. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought I'd mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I didn't. So last, last Friday, um, I was able to have breakfast with some family that I hadn't seen in a really long time. Some family I haven't seen in over 10 years and other family I haven't seen in, in a few years, but they, they live out of the country. So it was great to actually sit down and have lunch with them and talk to them and, you know, listen to stories and stuff like that. That was, it was nice. It was good. Um, I don't really spend a lot of time with my family these days. Um, cause sometimes it's not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy. Um, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with those relationships, but I'm grateful for when I do get to have some good time with my family and it's not, you know, problematic. So that was a high. So that was high. It was good. Um, the low, I think I'll just generally describe it as discontentment. So last week, a friend of mine, friend of mine asked me, um, I forget how, how the, the question was set up, but it was more so like, did you ever envision or imagine yourself being where you are right now in your life? And I didn't, I don't think I gave a good answer at that time because I, I think I needed more time to think about it, more time to think about it and how to like articulate myself in a healthy and an effective way. Um, but the answer is no, I, I didn't envision this. And I think that's part of the problem. And that's what I want to kind of talk about going further on in, in the episode. Um, because something else that I think is important, what, which is something that I really want to start including in these podcast episodes is, um, talking about what did I learn from this week and some advice that I would give to my past self if I could. Um, I had a thought when I was getting ready or preparing for this episode that I'm very, very grateful that I don't have a lot of followers right now. I don't have a lot of subscribers and I don't have a lot of listeners, um, because it gives you, you know, when you're in your infant stages, of creating or building a brand or a platform or whatever, you can make a lot of mistakes. You can make a lot of mistakes. You can change things. You can um, experiment. And that's good because I think you need to do that to, to kind of figure out your sweet spot and figure out what's best for you and best for your audience that you're trying to serve. And, you know, I, I try to keep 
that in mind in regards to my life too. Like I'm 34 right now. So I'm relatively speaking, I'm young. Um, and I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm not the youngest, but I'm grateful that, um, I'm still like in the starting, starting block, starting blocks of my life. And I think culturally speaking within our society, we've been told that we need to have it all together by like 20, 21 or whatever. But in reality, I feel like if I'm not mistaken, your brain doesn't stop developing until you're like 25. <laughs> so you're not even like fully mature enough to do a lot of stuff until you're like 25, you know? And, um, but there's so much pressure on us to have it all together by the time we graduate college or having a great plan by the time we're like our junior year in high school. But in a lot of that, we haven't experienced a lot of life and we haven't been given a lot of the tools and resources and wisdom that's necessary for, for us to like plan out and chart out a good life. Cause there are a lot of people who have like in high school made a vision board more or less for their life. And by the time they get to like 30 or 40, they have to scrap all of it because there's so much in life that they couldn't predict. They couldn't plan. They couldn't prepare for, but they had an idea and it like sent them on a trajectory. And then, you know, ultimately, you know, I believe the most high takes everything that we do, takes all the experiences that we have in our life and he turns it for good. You know, as long as we're continuing to pursue him and live the life that he wants us to live, um, a beneficial life, you know, uh, it all works out like, there's no like trash in life. It's all compost. Um, shout out to a, a friend, Alexis, who shared that with us recently. Like all the things that happen in our life is compost. You know, it goes towards the soil in helping us to grow and become who we're supposed to be. And so I'm grateful that, you know, at this age, I still have the opportunity to grow and become the man that I desire to be and become the man that I believe the most high wants me to be and to become the man, there's a plane flying by, <laughs> become the man uh, that the world needs me to be. And uh, right now, it's not it. I'm not where I would like to be. And um, sometimes that can be heartbreaking. And, you know, thinking about it, it can be heartbreaking. It can be a little sad. But that's a choice. You know, if you make that choice, to do that. If you make that choice to like stay there, stay in those low, low places and those low points, it, uh, that's not going to help you. You got to choose to acknowledge yeah, that you may not be where you want to be, but you should make an effort to change and change trajectory and figure out where you actually want to go and make an effort towards that. So yeah, the low is just reflecting on that and being aware that no, there's a lot of work that I need to do still. And there, there will always be work to be done. As long as I'm here, like as long as I'm in this earth suit, as long as I'm walking in the land of the living, there will always be work to do for glory and for good. And I'm grateful for that because it's, it's nice to have, <laughs> it's nice to have a purpose, right? So yeah, that's the low, discontentment right now. Creating creating um our our dishwasher was acting 
funny. Like it wouldn't work. And um, I think over the weekend, I was able to like tinker with it and get it to work again. So that was fun. I think that was very creative. And uh, I like that. I like being able to do stuff with my hands and be able to fix things. And I do think that takes creative energy because it requires resourcefulness and imagination and problem solving and all that's part of creating stuff. Um, okay, so that was a mental, mental, mental check-in, high, low, creating. And the next thing that I wanna, I think, I, again, I'm, I'm trying to figure all this out, right? What I would like to do moving forward in the podcast is to answer these two questions each episode. The first one is, what did I learn from this week, from this past week? And the second one is, what advice would I give to my younger self? So if I had to talk to myself, my past self from two weeks ago, two years ago, two months ago, 20 years ago, whatever, what advice would I give, right? So let's do the question, what did I learn from this week? Um, something that I've been, I guess I thought that I've been wrestling with is Prayer only goes so far. God does his job, but you still need to do yours. And I feel like that might make my Christian and believer friends and compadres like uncomfortable and upset. But, but from my experience, and as I continue to study the word, and continue to grow in my walk with the Most High, I find that to be true. And actually, uh, more or less, I I heard, uh, this is an old video, of course, but uh, a video of Dr. Miles Monroe, he was giving a, a lecture, and he mentioned this in one of his lectures, that like, God doesn't make plans, we do. Um, and he helps us in the process of like executing those things. And so what I mean, what do I mean by prayer only goes so far? God does his job, but you still need to do yours. I'm learning that there are certain things that we can be praying for and asking God for help. And we're expecting that he will just like magically like fix it. But in some circumstances, in some instances, God doesn't do that. It's not that he's incapable of doing it. I'm sure he could do it. He can do whatever he wants, whatever he wants. But in the midst of him helping us and us relating to him, he has certain frameworks in place for our success and for our good. And uh, I think it's in the book of James. James kind of mentions that. He's like, you know, let me take a find it real quick actually because this might be helpful let's see um let's go with james chapter one let's see um sorry i'm reading the esv so this is Mm 
I think it's uh, I I'm pretty sure it's in James. I can't find it right now. Um Sorry, hold on. I lost track. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um But yeah, no, you know, prayer only goes so far. Um What I've learned is that, oh, no, no, yeah. I, okay, I remember. Sorry. <laughs> I had a brain fart. I remember it, like what, what I was going to say. Uh, I might have to look it up in a different way. Hold on. Um, use a different software because it'll help. Yes. Okay, I found it. Sorry, guys. Uh, okay, so it's actually James chapter four. Okay, yeah, here we go. I'll read it in the ESV, but I, I found it. Okay. Boy, that was rough. Okay, uh, let, me, <laughs> let me bring it up on the screen. Let's do it. Boop. Okay, here we go. All right, James chapter four. This is the ESV. I'm going to read... From verse one. Let me make it a little bit bigger for you guys. Oh, wrong thing. Let me make it a little bit bigger. Okay, there we go. I'm just going to read and then I'll stop. So James chapter 4, verse 1, it says, What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do, you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You are adulterous people. Do you not know that the friendship that know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. What I really wanted to focus on was this verse right here, verse three. Um, this idea of asking wrongly. And I'm sure some of you have probably heard that before that, you know, like, you're praying, you're praying, and it's just not coming up past because ultimately you're asking the wrong thing. And I think the same is true with our relationship with the Most High. And that's something I'm learning. Like you're praying and asking God to change this, to change that, or whatever. But you actually need to do some work. You actually need to get your hands dirty, more or less. And so when I first heard this, from Dr. Miles Monroe, he was talking about, I think, writing a vision, writing a vision for your life. And he says, you know, you need to make a plan. You need to write it down. And he said, the thing is, God doesn't give you a plan. You have to make a plan. You may get a vision and understanding of where the most high wants you to be, get an understanding of your purpose and your call and all that stuff. But you need to write a plan. You need to make it plain for yourself. You know, I think it's Habakkuk or something like that, talks about that, you know, write the vision, make it plain, so the person who gets it can run with it. The same applies to your own life. And so a verse that 
really st- sticks out to me about that is Proverbs 16.9. And it reads, this is again the ESV, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. So even though you make a plan and you're trying to execute it, the Most High is going to order your steps and help you to get to where you need to go. So you write the plan and you do your best to try to be lined up with the Most High. You want to do your best to try to serve other people and be of benefit to other people. And as you're going along trying to ex- execute this plan, it's like being on the GPS and it's like, you know, recalculating. You wanted to go this way, but no, you really need to go that way. Or you're trying to go this way, you really need to go that way. Or you need to stop. You need to turn some things around. And I think learning that puts a whole new perspective on how to live life and how to take responsibility for life. Um, And also realizing that not having a clearer plan or vision for your life will end you up somewhere you don't want to go. And looking back in hindsight, I haven't been that good at, good at planning. I haven't been that good at establishing a vision for my life. And it's been detrimental. Detrimental to my own well-being, detrimental to the well-being of others, um, especially as, you know, I'm trying to be a servant leader and trying to be a beneficial man. And again, I'm grateful that um, becoming aware of this stuff, you know, having this revelation so I can make changes. But that's what I'm learning that like, you can pray all you want and you should, you should ask for help. You should seek guidance from the most high. But in the midst of you praying, you also need to learn how to um, do what you're supposed to do. So again, if you, if you, you know, we'll use an easy example. If you're trying to lose weight, yes, you can ask the most high to help you to give you knowledge and wisdom and the tools and the resources and maybe even the people around you to help help hold you accountable so that you can be uh, on the journey to a healthier life, you know? But at the end of the but at the end of the day, you have to do the work. You know, God can give you the faith, He can give you all the stuff, He can give you the grace, He can give you the mercy, He can give you all all of it. But if you don't put your hands to the plow and actually make an effort to change, it doesn't get done. It doesn't, it doesn't get done. And I think it's helpful and sobering to realize that and also encouraging to get a better understanding of how the framework of things work. And so that goes into what advice would I give if I could talk to my past self or to a younger version of myself or a younger brother, I would say, Take time to study the scriptures and learn not only about the Most High, but also yourself and how the world is framed, how the world works. Many of the rules and laws expressed in the scripture are universal and spiritual. You got to know the rules of the game. And that's something my father told me when I was little, you know, when I was a child. And at that time, it was it was really about like playing sports. <laughs> um my parents wanted me to be an athlete and didn't really work out that way. But, um, and him teaching me and, and helping me to, uh, try to get, improve my skills in playing basketball. He, uh, would always tell me that it's like, you need to know the rules of the game. Cause once you know the rules of the game, then you can maneuver more effectively. And that same truth 
applies to even the, the rules of life. Um, spiritual rules, divine rules, universal laws, all those things. You need to know that stuff. And I think a big component of that is understanding what people can and cannot do. And also what the Most High can, or I guess what the Most High will and will not do. Again, it's not that he can't do it. Because I think even scripture talks about, you know, grace and faith being in us to help us do what we need to do. And I believe that. I believe that. I believe, um, especially like for me, wrestling with uh, things like pornography and masturbation and stuff like that or whatever, um, asking the most high for help with that. It really helped renew my mind, change my heart and work with me. But I also had to do my part. I had to show up and be like, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put my take myself out of situations that are going to lead me to compromise. And I had to make an effort on my part. You know, it's faith without works is dead. And so the most I was giving me the faith. He was giving me the tools. He was giving me the resources, but I had to apply it. I had to apply it. And I think the same is true in our lives. Like we need to understand the things, the way the things work in this world so that we can pray the right prayers and focus on doing the right things. Because if we don't, we'll just be wasting our time. And we'll get frustrated. We'll set up high expectations in life. And we can get let down. And be discouraged. And then be mad at God. And be mad at other people. Not knowing that we were asking for the wrong stuff. And we weren't handling the business that we were supposed to be handling. So yeah, I mean, that, that would be the advice that I would give. Take time to study the scriptures and learn not only about the Most High, but also yourself and how the world is framed. Many of the rules and laws expressed in the scripture are universal and spiritual. Know the rules of the game. And there, there's a lot of other resources. There are a lot of books. There are a lot of lectures. There's a lot of stuff out there that help, can help you better understand the world. Um, my first recommendation is the Bible because that's my personal experience. But there's other information out there. But we need to know the rules of the game, you know? Um, another piece of advice I would encourage uh, is to get the book, uh, which is the book I need to reread, um, Stop Living on Autopilot. There we go. Stop Living on Autopilot. Take Responsibility for Your Life and Rediscover a Bolder, Happier You by Antonio Neves. It's a really, really good book. It has a lot of great exercises in it. Um, again, this is definitely something I would I'm going to reread and I would encourage other men to read um, because sometimes we do. We just live on autopilot. We're just going with the flow. And um, if we don't, again, take responsibility for our lives, if we don't intervene, if we don't make a vision, if we don't make a plan, we will just end up somewhere. And we have to be careful because sometimes we can take on the plan and the vision of other people and it's just not lined up with us. It's not lined up with the, what the most high has for us. And that can lead to resentment and bitterness and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Um, but I am going to wrap up the episode today. And I, I think moving forward, I think I'm going to use this format. I'm going to do the mental mental check-in. And then I'm going to talk about what did I learn this week? <laughs> and then what advice I would give. Because um, I, I think... Part of the, the idea behind this channel and part of the idea behind this podcast is to share 
things from my life and my journey in becoming a beneficial man in hopes that it will be helpful to other men who struggle with similar things I struggle with, who want to become their best selves, but for whatever reason, they are not getting there. (laughs) Um, They want to make a bigger impact in the world. They want to be better for their, their family, for their community. They want to be better for themselves. I want to share what I learned and I want to show in my journey um, that it's possible. Even though it might be hard, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard to grow and change, to do self internal work, shadow work as people call it. It takes work and effort. But I do know if you see somebody else do it or somebody else accomplish it, it makes it more possible and plausible for you. So black man, that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm trying to share my journey as transparently and, and as and as authentically as I can to help encourage you to make the effort to continue to strive to become beneficial yourself. Because you're designed for that. You're designed to live for glory and for the good of other people and to pursue deep joy within your life. And our community needs us. This world needs us. And the Most High wants to use us. And he's placed greatness inside of us. You know, I'm going to keep referencing back to Les Brown, you know, like there's greatness inside of you and we just have to do the work to help it be released, you know, but a black man, you're called for more than mediocre living. You're here for a purpose to live for glory and for the good of others. Protect your mental mental, make time for an emotional release valve and keep striving to become beneficial. I believe in you. Go make something for yourself, of yourself and for glory and for good. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace. Yo, I realize life can feel like trash sometimes. It's like you keep catching L after L and nothing you do seems to make life any better. I've been there. Disappointed, frustrated, tired, beat down, just feel like giving up. What I've learned is that all you need to make it through the ups and downs of life is just a little bit of help. So I want to share with you the tools that I've learned to turn my bad days into good days. These simple pieces of wisdom have changed my life, and I know they'll change your life too. So go get a copy of my new book, Make Bad Days Good, a set of simple tools to take control of your life on Amazon today. Listen, things can get better. Peace.